Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director, Jim Smalley. In for the vacationing Jim Smalley, I'm Mitchell Blair. Farm organizations are studying long-awaited grain transportation legislation introduced by the federal government yesterday. The bill addresses a number of priorities brought forward by farmers and grain companies following a massive shipping backlog during the winter of 2013-14. The general feeling appears to be positive. Robin Spear is the executive director of the Western Canadian Wheat Growers Association. We've been calling for increased competition and capacity for Western grain farmers, which is really key in a world of, uh, of two monopolies in the transportation system. So, you know, Minister Garneau introduced his bill uh, today, the Transportation Modernization Act. And at a high level, uh, you know, earlier views, it appears that uh, there's some positive changes there for improved service and accountability in that grain handling and transportation system. So, uh, you know, devil's certainly in the details, but uh, on the surface, it looks like some positive changes are coming. The maximum revenue entitlement, also known as the revenue cap, will remain, but with a few adjustments. One is that it's amended to give railways credit as an individual railway for their capital investments. The way that it works now, it's sort of strange. They're pooled together, whereas now they've, they've broken them up. So, you know, CN, if they're investing X dollars in new hopper cars or infrastructure uh, facilities at ports or, or sidings or whatnot, they'll get credit for that. So that's uh, a change we've been calling for. Uh, that's there. But yeah, overall, the, I mean, the, uh, the crux of it is the, the MRE will remain. Spear says the most complicated issue is extended inter-switching, which will undergo extensive changes from the current 160-kilometer radius. Extended inter-switching, it looks like uh, that's gone. That was a positive provision uh, brought in by the, uh, the former government, uh, and Minister Grineau had extended that for another year while they worked on this uh, piece of legislation here. They are replacing it, however. They're calling it a, a new long-haul inter-switching provision, and that replaces the extended inter-switching that we have now as well as the competitive line rates. So, you know, that's quite technical, you know, and we're going to have to work through the weeds there with, uh, with the railways and the, and the grain handlers and ultimately see what that means for farmers. Um, you know, and again, time will tell if that's going to work in a practical way, provide greater competition for farmers. And there's going to be a briefing on that this week? Yeah, there's some technical briefings coming in in the days ahead. You know, the new bill here is uh, 70 or 80 pages. The existing uh, Transportation Act is, is, I think, about 200. So lots of changes coming here, certainly uh, some uh, not with respect to uh, the grain sector, uh, you know, airlines and things like that. But, uh, yeah, a lot of changes here for growers. Um, Expanding the definition of carriers, including like that big BN line just south of uh, the 49th parallel there, that might provide uh, greater competition for farmers. Service level provisions that look like they're going to be strengthened. That's a big, big uh, positive win for uh, growers in the industry. Penalties for performance, things like that. So, you know, a lot of changes, a lot of details to be, uh, be fleshed out here in the legislation and ultimately what the regulations look like that. Uh, to police it. But uh, yeah, overall, it certainly looks like some uh, some good changes uh, for grain farmers. Robin Spear is the executive director of the Western Canadian Wheat Growers Association. Federal Transport Minister Mark Garneau may have more to say during a speech in Edmonton tomorrow. It's unclear if there'll be enough time to pass the legislation before Parliament goes on its summer break in a few weeks. More after this. Covering agricultural water drainage legislation was passed yesterday by the Wall government. 
The government says the goal is to responsibly manage agricultural drainage networks. The legislation includes the creation of two advisory boards. One deals with technical issues, the other policy development. The two will replace the Water Appeal Board. Scott Moe is the minister responsible for the Saskatchewan Water Security Agency. With Bill 44's introduction, one of the main concerns we had was the removal of the Water Appeal Board or the removal of, uh, of that ability for an ag producer or landowner to have that last line of defense, if you will, if they disagree with some of the decisions that may or may not have been made. When we move forward with the permitting structure that we have, there really isn't a place for the Water Appeal Board that looks at at whether or not there's been damage uh, you know, provided in a drainage uh, a complaint or something of that nature. Now we're working towards permitting networks, and, and there really isn't that damage uh, conversation that goes on. We need to you know, permit and control and organize these networks, and that's what the focus of this is. This technical board, what we'll do is be a small board. It'll make up of somebody with some uh, expertise in agrology and engineering and hydrology. And if individuals disagree in some way with some of the permitting process of, uh, you know, of their application, disagree with what Water Security Agency has said with regards to potentially whether or not uh, the outlet is adequate and can handle that water at some point in time, they're able to assemble their information and provide it to this technical board, and they'll provide advice on, on whether or not the operating permit should be amended in some way. So, so that technical board will be that last line of defense on questioning um, the permitting process, if you will. The second board will focus on policy development and will have representatives from several organizations, including SARM, APAS, the Western Canadian Wheat Growers, Sask Canola, Ducks Unlimited, the Saskatchewan Farm Stewardship Association, and the Saskatchewan Conservation and Development Association. We need that advice prior to policy development. We've been consulting um, on this since 2012 with groups, with individuals, and uh, one thing that has become very evident to me is water is a very divisive issue in rural Saskatchewan. And if we're going to get it right we need to listen very closely to the individuals that are out there and have the capacity, quite frankly, to make our drainage networks a success or, or not as successful. So we, I think we have a, a good suite of associations and, and quite likely what will be individuals in the room that will provide us some pretty sound advice as we move forward on, on this policy development. And there's a whole lot yet to do. This is nothing but a step in the process. And, and as, as divisive as this issue is, I think we have the right people in, in the room to provide us guidance on where we go into the future and ultimately uh, to actually, it'll be our landowners that ultimately do the work and on these successful systems. So it's not going to happen overnight. This is the first uh, real policy changes on ag water management in three and a half decades. I don't think anybody thinks that we're going to wake up tomorrow and, and we're going to have uh, you know a totally different system here in the province. This is going to take a number of years, quite likely a decade, to work our way uh, through this, but we're going to do it uh, now network by network across the province and, and with individuals uh, from this advisory board providing advice along the way. Mo says the Water Security Agency is currently working with landowners on organized drainage projects totaling more than 160,000 acres. To provide a, a clear um, piece of, of law here in the province of Saskatchewan that local groups of farmers and conservation development authorities our watershed associations are able to utilize to their specific needs in in their specific area, understanding that that networks are a little different east of Regina as they are north of Yorkton as they are up, uh, for instance, where I live up in the Prince Albert Shelburne area. Each area is a little different. The adequacy of their outlets are different, and we need that local knowledge in order to make, ensure that those projects are successful. This includes the launch of the Qualified Persons Training Program that will provide that source of local knowledge.
and we've trained about 40 qualified people, is they'll be able to work with groups of local farmers to put together these networks. And I keep coming back to these networks of drainage uh, works that we have across the province and organizing and controlling those networks to ensure that the water that comes out of those, we're able to control you know, how much, when that comes out, and ensure that the downstream outlet is, is adequate at the time that we let that go. If we're, if we're able to do this, we're greatly able to reduce uh, any impacts for whatever um, that may be um, to downstream uh, land landowners, but we're also able to preserve into the future our opportunity to move water off our agricultural land, because in many cases, uh, what we have in particular after a decade of weather like what we've had uh, in this province is people are, are trying to move some water off there just to retain the property that they traditionally are able to farm. So what we're talking about here is being able to control when and how much water moves. Scott Moe is the minister responsible for the Saskatchewan Water Security Agency. Packers. The market update on the source 620 CKRM. Canola is up a dollar thirty this morning to sit at five eleven ninety. Oats are up seventeen cents at one fifty six eighty two. Number one red spring wheat is up a nickel at two forty three ninety two. Durham feed barley, flax, yellow peas, and feed wheat are all unchanged. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, July wheat's up two and a half cents a bushel at five forty two and a quarter a bushel. Tom. The Livestock Report on the Source 620 CKRM. Now the latest Livestock Report. Good afternoon. This is the Yorkton Heartland Livestock Mark Report for Wednesday, May the 17th. A fairly good run here for this time of the year. 750 feeders, 250 cows and bulls, 70 cow-calf pairs, a total of 1150 for the day. Cows and bulls selling a touch lower today, but still very strong prices. D1, D2 cows, a dollar to dollar ten, sales to dollar twelve. Good bulls, one twenty to one thirty, sales to one thirty-five. The feeder market prices are from last Wednesday sale. On the steer side, four to five hundred pound steers, two fifty-five to two seventy-two, five to sixes, two forty to two fifty-six. Six to seven hundred pound steers, two twenty-five to two forty-six, and seven to eight, two fifteen to two thirty. We had some steers from the Earl Workington Ranch of Grandview. His eight hundred pound steers topped out at two eleven and a quarter. On the heifer side, we had some four hundred pound heifers from the Kelleher district, two dollars and forty-eight cents. Five to six hundred pound heifers, two ten to two twenty-eight, six to sevens, two dollars to two sixteen, and seven to eight hundred pound heifers, one ninety to two oh five. Some replacement type heifers from the Bartel Ranch of Roblin. Black and black brockleface heifers, 830 pounds. They topped out at 188.50. Last Friday, sheep lamb goat sale, 70 to 90 pound lambs, 220 to 259. Call use, a dollar to dollar 20. We had some good pairs with twins on the side, 350 dollars to 360 dollars a piece, and older type pairs, 150 to 210 dollars a piece. Kid goats, 50 to 75 pounds, 125 dollars to 185 dollars a piece, and goats over 100 pounds, 200 dollars to 250 dollars. A piece. This is what an auction sale does for a producer when these buyers want the same thing. Last Friday at our horse sale, three sorrel mares weighing 17 and a quarter, they sold for $3,700 a piece. But they did go to a good home. I'm Harvey Exner. Enjoy the long weekend, everyone. Now, the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. This is the Hams Market Commentary for Wednesday, May 17th. Hams sold 6,000 hogs Tuesday, selling in a range of 174 to 176 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,000 head.